Hi, and welcome to Jan Carroll Publishing Podcast Bookmarked. My name is Janie Jesse, and we have Allison with us uh, in this episode. Allison is our editorial assistant, and um, we're going to have a variety of things on the show this week. We're going to be talking about our anthologies, and then we're going to be talking about how you get involved in writing like for anthologies and improving maybe your writing skills. And Allison's going to share some tips with us about writing. And um, let's let's talk about our anthologies to start out with, Allison. You were a part of our anthologies. I know you haven't been with us too long, very long, but <laughs> you were a part of the anthologies that we have. I was. I've helped edit the short stories we accepted for These Haunted Hills, Um, And what I really love about our anthology collections, because we have several, is just how diverse the stories are, because we are utilizing a variety of talented authors. So we get to hear different points of view, different voices, um, and that can be really exciting. None of our short stories are exactly the same. That's true. And what's interesting, um, you know, each author seems to have... I guess what you would call their own writing style. Um, Absolutely. And some of these stories are just, they're so entertaining and they're spooky. And especially if you night, if you really like to have nightmare reading these, this anthology is great, these haunted hills. <laughs> but um, some of our authors that did submit and their submissions uh, were accepted in the anthology these haunted hills and we actually have five there are book five came out this year but we also did an earlier anthology um called broken petals and both of the anthologies um they are appalachia we are in the mountains here of appalachia northeast tennessee and southwest virginia and both um, of these anthologies are inspired with the appalachia region as a backdrop and Broken Petals was the first um, of that anthology. And we had Easter Lilies, Daffodil Dreams, Scattered Flowers. And some of the authors that submitted into these Haunted Hills also submitted into the Broken Petals anthology. So I, I get asked this sometimes. Like I say, I'm not the editor. And so when they ask me questions about writing, I feel sort of like a fish out of water. But um, do you think it's easy to write different genres? Do you, how do you capture or do you keep your same writing style if you write like into the broken petals? And that was really those short stories were about strong women. And then you get into these Appalachia, uh, these haunted hills, then you have uh, ghost stories. So do you, How do you make that transition, do you think? You know, and I'm always so impressed by authors who are able to switch genres like that to go from horror to romance to fantasy. Um, I think it is so impressive. And that sort of goes into the question of, you know, how do you define a person's writing style? And does that confine you within just one thing? Um, And I certainly don't think so. I think that 
how I sort of define uh, a writing style is it's an author's own unique voice um, or way of communicating with their words. And an author can create a unique writing style by just infusing their stories with their personality and the overall tone that they apply to their work. Um, And so I think that this sort of goes beyond just one genre. Um, I think you can uh, apply your writing style to anything, really. Um, And it's very important to develop your own unique writing style because, you know, there are some authors, I would argue, that when you're reading their book, you automatically know it's their book because of the writing style that author has developed. Um, So I certainly think it's possible to make the switch between different genres. Do you think that a writing style, and and I'm asking this question a little bit from my own experience because I just recently uh, released a book and I found that in writing it um, and going back and rereading it, it was really more, it's a cozy mystery, which that, that in itself sort of defines, I think, the writing of it. But it almost seemed like it was for a young adult reader. And I'm thinking, okay, what if I wanted to take this in another direction? I don't know how I could change my style necessarily because that's the way I write. So do you have any suggestions if you want to change it up a little bit? What do you suggest? Really, to me, the main way to kind of expand um, or improve upon um, a writing style or to break into different genres is, uh, number one, to read other authors' works um, from those genres you're trying to break into um, to get ideas, because it's never a bad idea to see examples of other writing styles so that you can better hone your own. Um, And number two, you know, is just really to keep practicing, keep writing, because the more you write and the more you experiment, the more confident you'll become in your style. You know, I found in writing something that influences my writing was actually my mood. Um, I was wanting to write a chapter that was supposed to be pretty happy. And I didn't feel happy when I was trying to write the chapter. And I thought, you know, this is not going to work. So um, I just put it down. I thought I'll do this later and and decide later to be happy, I guess. But do you think that makes a difference then um, with their mood that can influence the writing style as well? I absolutely do, because, you know, I've I've been there myself. I do some creative writing on the side from time to time, and um, it absolutely does depend on what mood I'm in. If I'm in a sad mood, I'm going to write a sad story. You know, if I've just gone on a horror movie kick or something, that'll put me in the in the mood to write something more spooky. Um, but it's a good idea to draw on that, I think, when you're writing to sort of write about what you're feeling um, because that's going to feel ultimately the most authentic. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. But not necessarily when you're you're sad and you're trying to write a happy chapter. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, talking about our anthologies and writing, we um, actually have an anthology that we are accepting submissions right now. Um, do you want to tell us about that? Absolutely. It is called Steamy Cree, a cozy romance anthology. And as of right now, it's set to come out in February of 2024. 
and we'll be accepting submissions for that until the end of December. So there's still plenty of time to get a story written and submit that to us. It would be a great opportunity, I think, for, you know, aspiring writers who are just trying to get their name out there um, and kind of get going. So Mm -hmm. I I can't wait to read the submissions. I think it's going to be a really fun one. I think so, too. We haven't um, we haven't actually had like a romance anthology. And I think this this is really going to be fun. And and the word count, we get asked about, you know, how do I submit and. We do have an email address, uh, submissions at jancarepublishing.com. And we ask that the word count be um, a minimum of 1,500 words, but a maximum of 3,500. And um, we we really, we've had some good submissions so far. So you want to make sure you get that to us because we are, February is the perfect time to have a romance anthology come out for Valentine's Day. Yes. With the people that, the writers that want to submit for this, do you have some tips that you want to share with us? Uh, And I can use the tips as well. I did want to give everyone a few writing tips today as it pertains to how to write a successful short story. Um, Because, you know, I think that short stories are pretty accessible in terms of you know, who will read a short story. I I think a lot of people don't often feel they have the time to sit down and and read a lengthy novel. I certainly have been there before. You know, sometimes I just kind of want to knock out (laughs) a story quickly that's between 10 and 30 pages, and I won't have to focus too, too hard (laughs) if it's been a long day um, or what have you. So I think that short stories are a good way to reach people. Uh, And I also think that short stories are a great way to start writing. If you're someone who's trying to break into the publishing industry, um, regardless of what type of writer you want to be, short stories are the perfect way to get started. You know, they're short, (laughs) for one thing. Um, And they don't really take too much time um, to write once you actually get going. So today I wanted to sort of say a few things that might help you to write a successful short story. And you might be wondering, what authority does she have to be talking about short stories? To which I would say, I'm not an expert by any means, you know, but As part of my job at JCP, I do get to read a lot of short stories. We have, as Janie and I just talked about a few minutes ago, several anthology collections of short stories by some very talented authors. And as we get submissions, that is something that I get to look at as well. I often help um, with editing submissions for our short story collections. And that definitely helps uh, is just to read short stories. If you're wanting wanting to get into writing a short story, really the best teacher is just to read tons and tons of other short stories by successful authors. Some of my favorite short stories are written by Ray Bradbury, as well as Edgar Allan Poe. I'm very into science fiction short stories as well as horror, but certainly 
you know, I'll, I'll read any kind of short story. So without further ado, let's get into a bit of writing advice as it pertains to the short story. Um, you know, in my opinion, just don't overthink short stories when you're trying to write one. Don't try to write a novel because you're not writing a novel. You're writing a short story. That's a very big issue, I think, uh, speaking even from personal experience uh, here, is that when you start writing, you have so many ideas, uh, so much world building that you want to accomplish, and you think, you know, oh, I can write forever. This is going to be long. But novels are a completely different beast than a short story. Novels are allowed to be drawn out. They can be slow burns. You have lots of time in a novel to introduce and develop characters and craft complex world building, but short stories are much different. With a short story, the goal is to get all the needed information out there sort of as quickly as possible. You want compelling characters and storylines, of course, but you can't treat short story writing the same as you'd treat novel writing because it's just not the same at all. <laughs> you need to, for one thing, try to pick a simple premise. Think of the general arc that you want your story to follow and go from there. Keep things straightforward, keep them simple, have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Know where your story wants to go before you begin writing. If you have your ending in mind, I actually think that that can help you tons. Because if you know where you want your story to conclude, you can kind of work backwards from there um, and get from point A to point Z. But if you start writing without knowing where you want your short story to end up, then it's probably just not going to work because you'll find yourself rambling, trying to like grasp at different scenes you can throw in there to sort of keep the story going. It would just be very uh, chaotic and sort of unguided if you didn't know where your ending was going to be. So again, pick a simple premise and have a clear beginning, middle, and end. Next, I would say you want to build a small but distinct cast of characters. You have to introduce your characters pretty quickly in a short story um, and establish their personalities right away through their actions or their dialogue. You also have to establish your characters' relationships to one another. And in a novel, you know, this can take chapters to sort of uh, reveal a character's motivations. It, it can really take whole books sometimes even to really get to know characters. But since this is a short story that we're talking about and not a novel, you really need your readers to get a sense of your characters' personalities and their motivations immediately. Thirdly, I would say that you don't want to listen to your internal editor right away. I found that when it comes to writing a short story, it sometimes works best to just write and then think about edits later. Get all of your ideas out there. No ideas are bad ideas, not at first anyway. <laughs> uh, 
And once you've written your first draft, then you can go back and, and tweak things and decide what works and what doesn't. Also, it's important to get a second opinion. It can be hard to view your own writing from an objective point of view. Um, and I guess this really goes for <laughs> writing in general. You know, it can pertain to novels as well and not just short stories. But I think with short stories in particular, it's just so important to get uh, another person's criticisms um, and their opinions because short stories are short. And you have a very limited amount of time to get a reader's interest peaked and to get reader's interest in you as an author, to get them to like your writing style. Asking family members or friends is always a good idea, but, you know, they can be biased. So sometimes it's best to let strangers read your work. Like if you're in school, you can ask classmates if they'd read your short story. You know, you can ask your colleagues at work to read your short story and they will probably offer you an honest opinion. So those are just a few basic tips for what to do when trying to write a successful short story. But now, uh, for a moment, I kind of wanted to shift gears and talk about some things to avoid when writing a short story. There are certainly a lot of red flags that I've noticed, and you've probably noticed if you read short stories. Just things that immediately, you know, kind of make you roll your eyes, um, or you can just tell that maybe the story is not going to be that good. <laughs> One big thing to avoid is just cliches. Many writers will use, you know, certain phrases in their writing that can detract from their own voice and their uniqueness. There's often cliche storylines, cliche characterizations of people, like, you know, uh, a cop with a drinking problem who wants to solve one last case before retiring or something like that. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. I know that you've read stories before where, you know, the dialogue is cliche, the characters' backstories are cliche, and it's just, it makes for a boring story. Another thing I would say uh, to avoid is, you know, you want to keep your point of view consistent. Writers will often sort of change viewpoints in short stories mid-scene. So if you're writing from one character's point of view, um, they can sort of see what other characters are doing, but you can't know what another character is thinking or feeling. So often rookies will sort of like switch position or switch points of views when they shouldn't. So if you're struggling with shifting points of views and keeping um, that clear. I would just say to write in first person. You know, it's impossible to change the viewpoint if you're writing in first person. That's that's a pretty easy way to keep that consistent. Another thing that I would say um, to avoid is to just don't try to write about anything too far from your experience 
or too far from what you feel comfortable and knowledge- knowledgeable about because and it's really it's very obvious advice perhaps to just write about what you know and it sounds simple it sounds obvious but truly if you write about what you know odds are that your short story is going to be so much more relatable feel so much more authentic and just probably all around be better (laughs) and you don't want to use for instance um, dialects that you're not familiar with Don't try to write dialects from regions or groups of people that you don't have a connection to or you don't feel very experienced in because that can sort of lead to your dialogue and your characters feeling a little bit unnatural. But that just kind of goes back to writing about what you know. Your characters, you know, it's sometimes good to base them on family members or friends or strangers you've encountered just try to keep your stories flow kind of natural and authentic I think you can immediately tell when an author for a short story in particular is writing about something that they know nothing about whatsoever (laughs) Um, and it really takes away and distracts from the story If, if I'm reading a short story like that odds are I probably will put it down and not pick it back up again again you have a limited time to sort of pique your reader's interest. So you want to make sure to avoid the things that I've been talking about. Another thing to avoid is a bad story title. This might also seem obvious, but having a good title for your story is very important. It's the first thing that people will see from your story. They'll read the title and, you know, think to themselves, oh, does that sound interesting? Or does that sound kind of run of the mill? Um, So having a good story title is the perfect way to pique someone's interest. So definitely don't have kind of a super generic or not unique title to your story. And those are just sort of the basics of how to write a successful short story. Again, these are just my two cents and from my experiences, what I've found to make a story good or make a story bad. And again, I'm not necessarily the authority on short stories, but I do some creative writing on the side. And and like I said, I, I love to read short stories. So I feel that I do know what to avoid and what to try to do when you write a short story. And again, if you want to read some other tips, you can go to our blog, which is also called Bookmarked. Uh, And we had a post this past Wednesday with some writing tips. Although today's podcast is really where I wanted to delve into things. So this is definitely, if you're looking for a more in-depth conversation, um, this is probably where to, to find that. And thank you all so much for listening to another week's podcast episode. And I'll see you all next time. Thank you, Allison. That was great tips, good advice, and I made notes. So if you're serious about being a published author, think about your writing style and get an editor. When you have that manuscript ready to go to the publisher, it is not ready to go to the publisher until it is edited and probably more than once. Want to do a little housekeeping on the end. I would love for all of you to visit our website, jancarolpublishing.com. 
We've got specials going on for Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We know it's the holidays and books make terrific gifts. So we've got specials that are going to fit within your budget. Also visit Voice, as in speaking, Voice Magazine for Women. We've got some terrific recipes. Um, the December issue will be out the first week of December. November issue is online. So we invite you to take a look. And also, always listen to our blog, our book blog, Bookmarked. And Bookmarked is our blog that also ties in with our podcast. So we want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there. And wherever you listen to your podcast, whatever venue, please leave comments and suggestions. We love a good review. And we want to thank you for your support. And this has been so much fun for us to do, and we plan to continue. So we will see you next week. Bye.